everything. We give you praise. Hallelujah. There's nobody like our God. And we give honor to the Lord tonight. We honor him for his word. We honor him for his presence. We, we just honor him for his abiding presence. That presence that is always with us. That presence that will never leave us. That presence that will never forsake us. We just give honor to that fact in that truth hallelujah we just thank god tonight we thank you lord because you are so good father as we dive into your word as we continue to study warring with sin dealing with sin hallelujah in our lives dealing with the issues in our flesh dealing with the place that is there and we have to literally deal with it oh god we just thank you that you've given us the mind and you've given us the instruments to war you've given us the the information to war with that we might be able to conquer every area of this life of this body of this mind of this spirit oh god we will be able to conquer because you've given us new life you've given us a new mind you've given us a new spirit and that we can conquer this thing we can overtake this thing and we thank you lord that you've given us the tools to war with you've given us the mind to know that we are winners you winners you've given us the mind to know that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus and we just thank you we thank you Lord hallelujah as we move into this word knowing that more revelation knowledge more understanding will come without doubt amen 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 I thank God for the word again on Wednesday night Bible study yes Lord fresh word digging into the word digging deep into the wisdom of God because it's there it's available if you want more wisdom just ask that's what the word says but you know tonight we want to go back tonight because we want to knit this thing up one thing I found out about uh, videos and and podcasts doing these things you really have to listen to them over and over and over again because you never really get it all it's always more revelation being released to us so we have to make sure that we go back through the word, go back through the videos, listen to the podcast. If we missed anything or if there's more that needed to be revealed to us, we won't miss it. We'll see it, we'll hear it, and we'll know it. Why? Because we're planting ourselves in knowing God's truth. We're planting ourselves to be wise at what he said we can be wise in. Amen? Because we have his spirit on the inside of us. So I wanted to go back tonight. I wanted to go back to the beginning, winning the battle with sin. Over in Romans 6. We can go to Romans 6, 6 and 9. Because we want to be able to get this thing knitted in. Amen. Knitted in. Romans 6 and starting at that 6th verse. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with Christ and that the body of sin might be destroyed that henceforth we should not serve sin come on it says that we may not serve sin that means that sin is going to be there that means that that issue is going to be there but all that Christ has done for us it has enabled us that we don't have to serve sin even though sin presents itself even though trouble presents itself we do not have to bow to it we do not have to give way to it we can begin to deal with it because God has given us that authority to deal with it 
the seventh verse says, for he that is dead is freed from sin. You see, this is a personal move. He who that is dead is freed from sin. It's a, it's a conquering thing. It's a conquering thing in your mind. It's a conquering thing in your life. You've got to read the word as what the Lord is saying to us because you've got to be able to identify the two situations. It's three. But right about now, we know that the enemy, he has a, a, a thing out there of deception. He deceives us. He tries us all day long. But I tell you, if we could just realize what's going on in us first, if we can realize what we've created, what madness that we've started, and I'm not just talking about what we started, but what our ancestors started, my mom and my dad and my sister, somebody, we've been born in this flesh now, but we all got a will to live. But we've been born in a flesh of our ancestors, of the old sinful nature. We've been born of it, but we got a will to choose. We don't have to follow it, but if we don't follow Christ, we're going to follow it. That's the thing about it. Because the first thing, I'll never be like my mama. I'll never be like my daddy. But because of just that mindset alone, you will fall right into that track because you don't understand what you're saying and you don't even understand where your mama and your daddy been. We don't know what everybody's suffering in these bodies. We don't know what they went through. But we got to know that we must die to this flesh and become alive in Christ Jesus. He's made us free from these different issues if we continue to hold on to the things of God. Go after the things of God. Stay knitted in the things of God. Stay in prayer. Come on, stay focused in the word. Meditate on the word day and night. When we set our affections on him, come on. When we set our affections from him, we are freed from sin. That eighth verse, now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death has no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Come on. So that's direction right there. Because where Christ has died, he's no longer de dealing with sin because now he's alive in God. So we have to change our focus. We have to change our focus. And we got to know this is a very, very, very important thing when it comes to the walk with God. You got to change your focus. You got to be able to realize that no longer do I look out of the eyes of my flesh, but I look out of the eyes and the mind of Christ when it comes to situation. You can't focus like you used to focus on man. We got to go past that. We got to go past uh, uh, what they look like and we got to go past the fact of what they dress like. We got to go past all of that and see what God is saying concerning every situation that we get in. We got to know that God is ordering our steps. Sometimes the steps that we get in don't seem right, but we still got to know that God is there. He is with us. Likewise, reckon yourselves also to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Christ, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal bodies that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield your members, come on, listen, neither yield your members 
Don't even give yourself over to that. Don't even give yourself to that place of trouble. Don't even give yourself to that place of what you're used to doing, how you're used to doing. Believe you me, you'll remember because as soon as somebody says something, that same idea, that same mindset will pop up and you'll want to act out. But he said, don't even yield your members. See, this, this walk with God, this, this life to want to live with God, this purpose to want to live with God is something that only God can do through us. That was last week's scripture. We're moving forward into it as well. But we got to know the work that is being done is being done by God. That's why we can't get upset when trouble arise and it calls us to uh, become a, like a percolator where the, the energy on the inside of us rise up. God is dealing with it. He's trying to show us what's still left there. He's trying to show us what's still trying to become master in your life. He's trying to show you what's still trying to be Lord in your life. When someone comes and all of a sudden you get stirred up on the inside. They cause a shaking and a rumbling on the inside. Let that thing rise up, but pay attention. Pay attention because it's something that you've used before. It's something that has had itself as being the master in your life. I got this here. Come on. Be reminded how your flesh, you sit down over here. I got this. I can handle this. We've done this before. We've been here before. But I'm telling you, God is wanting to do things different through us. Why? Because he's wanting to be seen by his people. He's wanting to be seen by his people. And if we keep yielding our members as instruments unto unrighteousness, when will God get the glory out of this creation? When will God get the glory out of his creation? When we stop surrendering our bodies, when we stop surrendering our instruments to be used, come on, to, uh, to be used of unrighteousness and unto sin, when we keep allowing our instruments, this body, to do what it wants to do and knowing that it leads to sin, knowing that sin leads to death. See, what we think is causing a productive life is actually killing everything about you. Because when people hear you say certain things, well, Christians don't talk like that. People don't. Do you know, we need to consider some of the things that people do say because even we know what we should be doing. But we allow ourselves to go beyond that point sometime we allow ourselves to get offended we allow ourselves to get troubled we allow ourselves when if we say lord you are in front of me lord you are around me you guard my mind help me to be slow to speak swift to hear when we give God that kind of right to move in our lives, to guard our words, to guard everything around us, see, that's when he'll come in and he's really able to share with you, okay, Donna, that right there, deal with that. Deal with that right there. But, Lord, did you hear what she said to me? Donna, I heard what she said to you. But no longer are you that person. There's another language to use. There's another way to talk. There's another way to do things now. And if you're wanting to walk with me, if you're wanting to, to have that abundant life, that a life where God is flowing richly, that abundant life where, well, you understand your walk, you understand where you're going, you understand where you're coming from, you can understand the things of God. Why? Because it flows like a river to you. Fresh wisdom, fresh knowledge, fresh uh, revelation knowledge. When we yield our members to God for righteousness, he says, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members are instruments 
of righteousness of God. So when, you, when we say warring, winning the battle against sin, when I win the battle against this flesh acting out, that means that literally I'm focused on what my issues is. I'm focused on what I've been practicing. I'm focusing on all of these different things so when they show up, I know that's the old man. We got to know the difference. We got to know what we're working with. And a lot of times what we do, we deny the fact of what we're working with. We'll blame it on someone else for causing it to come up out of us. But what defiles a man, we studied it, but I believe we need to go back into it. What defiles a man, what comes out of him. So you cook up, you cultivate something on the inside that comes out. You see, we, 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 we got so much information on the inside of us. So much information on the inside of us that when somebody say something, give me a minute because I'm going to cultivate this thing. I'm going to move these words around. I'm going to shift things around because I'm coming forth in a minute. We got to know we have some stuff going on on the inside of us that we don't even know ourselves. But God is willing and more than willing to work these things out of us. Willing and more than willing to set us on the right track. He said, for sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. I don't have to act like this. I don't have to fall. Come on, we, we, we can't keep, how we say, if, if you have the Lord in your life, and he is, if you have Holy Spirit right there, and he is, you do not have to fall. <laughs> You do not have to trip. Oh, my God. He said that. He said the sons of God literally would say if they trip over a rock, they'll stumble, but they won't fall. Do you understand why we don't have to fall? Because he's right there to catch us. He's right there to give us a winning word. He's right there to give us a winning truth. We don't have to trip up every time because he has that word of truth that leads us into all righteousness. I ain't got to keep walking where stumbling rocks are. And that's what we do sometimes. We'll go where the stumbling rocks at and then try to make our way through them. Why take that path when God has another path for us? And that's the path of righteousness. That's where the path is already laid out for us. Oh, my God. The path is already laid out. It shouldn't be stumbling rocks. Oh, my God. I, I sit and I think about the ones that have went before us where they walked the path down. They walk that path down so that you can literally run through it. And, and that's the purpose of what has happened for us. Jesus has went before us. He's created a path for us to just get in and follow therein. This place where I'm taking y'all, it's leading you straight to the Father. There's nothing there to get in your way. There's nothing there to stop you but you. That's why when we're warring with the sin, we're warring with the issues in this body. Because what's preventing me from moving forward, what's preventing me from getting what God wants me to have, it's me. And we come to that conclusion. We got to come to that conclusion in order to move to the next level, to move where God wants us. We got to know, stop letting your mind run away with itself. Because that mind right there that's thought some things up there, they will get in your heart. They will get in your heart, and all of a sudden, I'm telling you, we're built to cultivate, y'all. We're built to be created. Look, we can't be a creator because God's already created everything. 
So the only thing we can do is take what God has already created and put it, mingle it together and create perversion. That's what we can do because God's word is God's word. But when we take God's words and juggle it around to fit the way we want it to fit, we don't create a perversion. We don't create sin. That's why the children couldn't stay in the garden because they had that. You can't stay in here like that. You can't use my goodness and try to mingle that thing and juggle it together to get what you want. No, we can't do that. That's why we got to be born again because that thing, one thing about the flesh, it desires to get its hand on the glory. It desires to, to run around like it got it going on like that. But we got to know it was never purposed for the flesh itself to touch the goodness of God. That's why he said it must die. It must die because the spirit of God can only be led by God. That's why the works that man saw is what God was doing and what Jesus was doing here on earth. It was the goodness of God. It was the greatness of God because only God could do the work. And even when they were saying that, you know, who is he? We don't know him. He's trying to act like he all of this. You know, they would say only a God can do that. Only a God can do that. Only a God can make a man that was blind all his life see. Only God can do that. And see, we know that the work that God is wanting to do through us, only God can do. But it has to be dealt with a surrendered and yielded life. And we have to get to the place where no longer do we surrender to our flesh. Where we release our instruments, our mouth, our heart, to continue to try to dominate and be God in, in, in our lives. But we have a God already. Amen. We have a God already. Also, and that was uh, Romans 6, 9. And then we read from 9 all the way down to the 14th chapter, dealing with what sin is and where it's supposed to have. It is not, for it says, for sin shall not have dominion over you. That's a word right there. Sin shall not have dominion over you. For ye are not under the law, but under grace. No longer do we live in fear, because fear was in the law. The law caused a lot of fear, but no longer do we walk in fear, but we walk in the love of God. We walk in the fact that God loves us. We should want to serve someone that has literally served us. We should want to give to someone that has literally given unto us. When we let our hearts uh, be uh, allowed, when he, we let his love uh, become shedded abroad in our hearts, it can change us. It can cause a different effect in our lives. Second Peter 3 and 18 says, get there, Second Peter 3 and 18. It says, but grow. Okay. So we've, we've come from the place over here where we, we don't, we're not wrestling with this flesh and blood, but all of these different things. We got spiritual battles, warfare, principalities, rulers in high place. We got all kind of different things going on. But when you know that God has made you a conqueror, when you know what God has placed on the inside of you, no longer are we dealing with with anything in a natural sense. It's all done in a spiritual sense. It's all done in the spirit. It's all done of knowing who you are in here. Because a lot of times we look at what we do to try to figure out who we are. But I promise you, some of the things that we do is not who we are. 
We just don't allow something to rule in our lives. We've allowed something to take over in our lives, and then we become that thing. We become that thing, but that is not who we are. And we got to understand that. We got to understand that. God is wanting to do an inside job, a supernatural job, and changing our hearts, changing our mind, changing us into the image of his dear son. Second Peter 3, 18, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory, both now and forever. Amen. It is him that's doing the work. Grow in grace. Grow in God's love. Grow in God's ability. And God's grace is his word. God's grace is his word. When we begin to allow the word of God to grow and develop us. Oh, that's a good one. And develop us into the very image of who God says that we are. We, we need to stop finding favor in what we used to do and find out, God, what is it new that you want me to do? Let's stop looking at what, how I used to do it and let's find something fresh. That's why I always say when, when a, the older we get, the, the more newness should show up in our lives. We shouldn't continuously walk the old path all the time. We shouldn't continuously do the, new, do the old things all the time. But find something fresh to do so you don't lose, uh, what say, lose your place in this world. We got to stay fresh with God. We got to stay fresh with his word. We got to stay fresh with his truth. And not walk as an old man and an old woman, but walk knowing the word of the Lord and how the grace of God works. How the love of God uh, works in this world. That we no longer are under the law, but we walk with grace. That means that no longer we got to tell people about rules and regulations and don't do this and don't do that. But talk about the goodness of the Lord. Talk about what Jesus has done. He's come to give us new life new things, new mind. He's come to give us something new. Something you ain't never seen before. Because I know we'll say nothing new under the sun and it's showing the truth. Because God's word is never old. Never old. But sometimes when we read the scriptures, we'll read the scripture as if it's just that old word that I read last week. And I believe that's why sometimes we do get bored and laid out because we're not reading the word as if it was alive. The word of God should be alive on the inside of it. Inside of us, it should create new and freshness on the inside of us every moment. Every moment because you got a God speaking to you. You got a God relating to you. But it's not just you reading a book and getting through your knowledge. No, you're reading this book, but the Holy Spirit right there revealing itself to you. He becomes a light for us. That's the part that literally separates us from this flesh. Why? Because I'm hungry for the word. I'm running after the word. So no longer am I chewing on that same bone, but I'm running after the newness of God. Lord, you, you're my light and you're my strength. So you know my every move. You're the, you're the author and the finisher of my faith. You order my steps. You direct my path. You are the light of my path. So there should be something always going on in our lives. So as we continue to grow in God's grace and grow in the knowledge of our Lord, I mean, God is revealing himself over and over and over again to us. He is revealing himself to us. So when it comes 
to us growing, we know sanctification must take place. Sanctification must take place. Yes, we've received the Lord. We've received him as our Savior. We're trusting him with all of our hearts. We're, we're wanting to, to res resist the sin in this body. We're desiring to walk in the newness of life. And that's dealing with our sanctification. And when it comes, <laughs> this is when your battle begins. When sanctification, when that process begins, and believe you me, it's a continuous cycle. It never stops. We're always being saved. We're always being sanctified. It's never a, a process that we get over with. No, this thing still wants to operate. I'm telling you, it still wants to try to be God. But we got to know our position in God. Come on. Knowing our position in God and not our condition. If we can get to the place of knowing our position, the condition is something that I can deal with and don't have to be sleep for it to be done. I can be awake and see and believe and trust and know that God knows all things. So when things fall, uh, flare up, Donald, look at it, look at it. I can stop right in my tracks and not give him the, but you know, and, and, and but you this. And, and no, we want to add our two cents. But when God say, look, just look and know that he's dealing with you. When it comes to your sanctification, this has nothing to do with another man. This has all to do with you. God is sanctifying us daily. Our position is settled. In Christ we live. In Christ we move. In Christ we have our being. In Christ we are justified. But our condition that's in this body that thing needs to be saved. That thing needs to be shut down. But we need it. We need it because we got to walk this earth. But we got to know that the day has come for us to begin to be good yielders. People that yield unto God. Yield unto God uh, their instruments, our ideas, the things that he's given us. We yield those things unto God. We walk before the Lord. It's Philippians 2. And tonight I'm just going back over some of the areas that we've dealt in because they are, they're good. And we need to really study the things of God. We need to continue to go back over uh, the new life that he's given us, the different things that we got to deal with in life, like uh, this body and the different thing that goes on in this body. Those things that we have to deal with, we have to really walk them. So it was like push, trying to push forward. The Lord was dealing with me with moving forward. I think you need to wait. You need to wait and you need to push this thing some more because the thing is your flesh acts up every day. It don't pick days to act up. It act up every day. But Philippians 2 and 12 says, wherefore, my beloved, as ye have also always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much and more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. 